0: Well welcome Grace City Church. We are so pleased that you've joined us this morning and if you are new and just checking us out then we're really delighted to have you here with us. I'm Sandy and I'm Glen and we're part of the leadership team here at Grace City Church and we are delighted to be speaking to you this morning about a subject that is really close to our heart. Mm. We feel really passionate about it and actually it's what gives us purpose both individually and as a couple.
1: Yeah.
0: When Glenn and I first got married, we realized early on that we both loved people, we both really enjoyed socializing, and um, we used to have lots of dinner parties in those days, didn't we? Yeah. Where we'd have three-course meals and, um, you know, clean the house, get the kids to bed and have our friends over, and that's all it really was, really, was um, about enjoying our friend's company. But I'd say as we've got more involved in church and as we've moved to Sydney and become leaders of the welcome team here at the church, I'd say things have really changed Definitely. in the way we've done hospitality. Mm-hmm. And I guess um, as we've practiced it more and more, we've really felt that we've grown a gift of hospitality. Um, and it's really the intention or the purpose behind how we practice hospitality that has been different and you know I think having understood how we have received God's hospitality you know we were once strangers we're now part of his family that's just an incredible thing and having understood that I think our, the practice of hospitality now is really to show the hospitality to others having received God's hospitality ourselves.
1: Absolutely, and it reminds me of the verse where you freely we have received yeah. and uh, freely we, we need to give.
0: Yeah, so this really underpins our practice of hospitality today. And you know, at the end of Psalm 23, it says that we will live in the house of the Lord forever. So just imagine that you know, for all eternity, we will be. Experiencing and enjoying God's hospitality.
1: Hallelujah! So, why are we talking about hospitality today? Well, we're told to practice hospitality in the Bible. Uh, in Romans twelve thirteen, it says, "Share with the Lord's people who are in need." Practice hospitality, and in one Peter four verses nine to ten, it says, "Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling." Use the gift you have received to serve others as faithful Mm -hmm. stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So let's unpack these scriptures a little bit. Clearly, we all should do it. Mm -hmm. And practice means it's a continuous uh, and ongoing thing. It's not a Mm -hmm. one-off. And we should be continuously showing love to others. It also says we should do it without grumbling, Mm -hmm. which means sometimes it could be uh, sacrificial or it may not always be convenient Mm. for some it's a spiritual gift that they've received and with all spiritual gifts we should use that to serve others all gifts are used to serve others Mm. when serving others not only will they be blessed but we will be blessed too as we serve them and the most important thing is that god will be glorified through Mm. our actions
0: yeah and actually the context of these verses is interesting because in both the 1 Peter verse and the Romans verse the verse just before these is about love and it's, so the, the 1 Peter one it says above all love each other deeply and the Romans verse the one before says honour one another in love and honour others above yourself so it's really a way for us to show love and care to to each other. Yeah. That's really the heart behind hospitality is actually loving our neighbors and after the command to love God it's actually the greatest command of all.
1: Yeah.
0: So not only is it about opening your heart up to others but it's actually also about a spirit of generosity. You know it's I love this quote um, about the practice of hospitality it says living thoughtfully and generously towards others to ensure they feel welcome, included and loved. So it involves giving of yourself. It's actually a perfect antidote to self-centeredness. It's really, um, you know, uh, being outward looking and noticing the people that God has put across your path. It's about caring for those people um, that God places in your life. I actually believe that the parable of the Good Samaritan is really a perfect example of someone who had an amazing gift of hospitality, the way he cared for and, and looked after and had compassion for that injured man. Yeah, yeah. So, if hospitality begins with a generous spirit and an open heart, it certainly extends to having an open home.
1: Absolutely. Jesus was always in and out of people's homes. Uh, yeah, and... He was. Enjoying hospitality and enjoying meals.
0: Yeah, he was. It's really special to be invited into someone's home, isn't it? Especially if a host makes, makes you feel really welcome and he shows genuine interest in you and um, you know, you, you just feel like part of the family. You feel like you can be yourself and you feel at home there. It makes you feel like you want to stay a bit longer and um, come back again. That's how we really build community and how we reflect God's character.
1: So let's let's have a look. At, now that we've covered the why we should practice hospitality, let's explore what the Bible says about who we should invite. There's a story in uh, the Gospel of Luke where Jesus has been invited to the home of a prominent Pharisee for a Sabbath meal. Uh, and we pick, pick that up in Luke 14, verse 12. And Jesus says, Then Jesus said to the host, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends, brothers or sisters, your relatives, or rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the cripple, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they can't repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Mm -hmm. So, what is Jesus saying here? Well, He's saying, let's not just invite our friends, our relatives or people who can pay us back. Mm. Let's invite strangers into our homes with no expectations of any payback and let's treat them like family. Mm. Strangers could be people you don't know at church. It could be people who don't have family yet and are alone on big holidays like Christmas or Easter. It could be neighborhood, neighbors or people from your neighborhood. Uh, it could be random people you meet in your daily life when God prompts you to uh, practice hospitality. It could be at work, it could be at school, or it could be in your neighborhood. It could also be people in need. There are so many people who are longing for connection in our community at the moment, and a lot of people are struggling with mental health issues um, at this time. So. Coming back to the Bible again, just looking at Hebrews 13 verses 1-2, to what it says is, Keep on loving one another's brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Mm. So you never know who God is going to put in your life. You don't know what impact they'll have on you. You also Mm. don't know what impact you'll have on their, uh, on them and on their lives uh, mm. for Kingdom purposes or what impact your actions will have on them or on people that observe you practicing hospitality. You may inspire somebody to actually mm. do the same. Mm-hmm. All Jesus asks of us is to be obedient and he will do the rest. Mm. So now that we've touched on hospitality in the home, what are some of the other ways we can practice hospitality?
0: Yeah, there are lots of different places and situations you can practice hospitality, certainly not just in the home. In fact, Romans 12, 13 in the message translation talks about being inventive in hospitality. So let's look at a few examples. Well, at work you know if you have a new colleague make them feel really welcome and show them where the all-important coffee machine is how about at school or uni you know if you have a good group of friends but you can see that someone's been left out or um, on the fringe or maybe they're new to the school show them hospitality and be friendly and you know include them in your group and maybe if you go out or socialized don't forget to invite them It can happen in your neighborhood or the school gate or at the local park, you know, be friendly, Um, be proactive, you know, ask someone for their phone number, be bold Mm. and phone them if you get their number and follow up with what you you say you'll do. also, obviously, at church, you know, it's a, it's a place that we really, really need to be warm and welcoming and really friendly to, to visitors, to people you don't know, so how about introducing yourself to someone you don't know, um, you know, show an interest in them, really make an effort to get to know them, and actually what really we find works really well is for you then to introduce them to someone else, because the more connections they have, yeah. the better. We found actually that um, a lot of people stay in church and join the church because of the friendly people there and the connections that they make. So let's make it something that we all do and not just the welcome team. And you know some people don't have homes so you have to be creative with the way you get around people and show hospitality. Um, You know it may be that you invite them to go for a picnic at the lake or just go out for coffee or a walk. Um, I know that um, Melissa King, she has had the peers on a, a road trip, she's invited them to the Blue Mountains and taken them for a drive out there so that's showing hospitality, it's just being creative and inventive, it really starts by opening your heart to the people that God puts in front of you Absolutely. in your life and simply <clears throat> extending an invitation and you never know when a stranger will become a good friend yeah. So we've covered um, the whys and the whos and let's get a bit practical and discover and talk about the how of hospitality. So there are two main ways we've found um, to practice hospitality. The one is to be strategic and to really plan it and the other is to be spontaneous. So firstly, uh, the way you plan hospitality is really to think about it to pray about it, um, to think about who you're going to invite firstly. So what Glenn and I do is we, at the back of my diary, we write people's names down as we feel God prompting us or as we think about people, perhaps at work or church or in our neighborhood. We just write their name down and then when we're thinking of having people over, we have a look and we discuss combinations that might work, yeah. um, you know, um, who's going to connect with who. Um, mixing people up and we we certainly think about having different you know not just couples over um it's a real challenge you know to have families over if you don't have children or you know have singles and various demographics so it's good to really think about who yeah, to invite mix, mix it up, up yeah. um and even if you are having a family over and you've got children yourself get them, get them to get involved, involved mm. you know showing hospitality to those children of that family yeah. um, We were really in, really, really blessed by a family um, at the church who had our family over for a barbecue when we had first come to Sydney and this is an example of real strategic hospitality yeah. because they invited other families from church whose children were in the same school as ours and that was just, just incredibly thoughtful and we were so blessed by that then next um it's good to consider what will work best so once you know who you want to invite think about what will work best will it be a meal midweek or weekend will it be um you know just maybe afternoon tea or perhaps watching a football game or you know just um going for breakfast or going for a walk or coffee but work out what what will work best for that group of people that you want to invite um, and really pray, pray for yeah. the connections pray. and the conversations that will take place. The next um, way of hospitality is spontaneous. So I think like youngsters are probably better at this than we are, <laughs> like they <laughs> don't really like to be planned and um, they tend to to be really spontaneous in, in their hospitality <clears throat> but um, I'd say if it's really seeing who God puts it's in, in front path. of you, yep. um, it's about, you know, recognizing a need or um, and, and actually responding with kindness and friendliness to that person. And, you know, a, an example could be that, um, you know, you're at church and you invite a family to come back. lunch with you i know that davin and carmen um, experienced this from sam and chloe young you know when they first met them at church they just said hi come back for lunch with us and they were really Mm -hmm. blessed Mm -hmm. Um, another example is recently i was playing tennis with my friend and there were two men playing on the next court and we ended up playing doubles together and the one guy was saying that he and his wife were recently here from canada and didn't have many friends so I spontaneously asked them for their numbers so that I could contact them to invite them over for a meal which I did and it's always good to follow up when you say these kind of things yep. and we had them over for a meal and it was a really fun evening and we really um, enjoyed that and you know who knows where that, where that conversation yeah, where that will
1: yeah. Be yeah. On, yeah and you yeah. had
0: a situation recently where you were surfing and a-
1: absolutely yeah so I, I met uh, a guy in the surf he's stuck up here through COVID and he's from Torquay uh, we surfed together a few times, I've met him looking at the surf and I just felt God prompting me to invite him around for drinks, mm. um, you know, he's here on his own and I invited him with uh, with some friends that we know and mm. it was a fantastic evening, we got to know him a bit better, he got to know uh, a, a few people from Narrabeen a bit better. Mm. Um, and through that we've developed a friendship and now Mm. we can go deeper in our conversations Mm. and and who knows where where those conversations will lead to so yeah yeah, sometimes when God prompts you just need to you need to be obedient
0: yeah so whether it's planned or spontaneous remember to keep it simple don't overwhelm yourself don't make it stressful um, it doesn't have to be cordon bleu food, it certainly doesn't, you don't have to have an immaculate home, you know, lower the bar, take the pressure off yourself, um, you know, I've got a friend who's not a churchgoer and it's been a real witness to her, yeah. the way we do hospitality in in quite a relaxed, chill kind of a way, you know, she always thought of it as entertaining and um, it's been yeah it really impacted her to see that it can be done just easily and and not in a stressful way it's really actually at the end of the day about creating an environment for deep conversation for sharing values for um you know giving advice to people encouraging people supporting them even modeling marriage to them Mm. modeling family And you know, perhaps even an opportunity down the line to share the gospel with them. Yeah. One last handy hint before I go, (laughs) is if you're going to be making lots of meals, doing hospitality regularly, I find it really easy just to find one recipe, stick to that, and then whenever people come over, I make the same thing. So it's, for me, it's my easy um, tray salmon bake. Thank you, Jamie Oliver.
1: And I love that dish. (laughs) I have it all the time, but I still love it. Uh, So, just summarizing uh, today's message, Mm. why should we practice hospitality? Well, God has shown us hospitality in the first place. Mm. The Bible tells us to practice hospitality. Hospitality is how we show deep love and care for each other. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm. It's for serving Mm. others. And again, the most important, it's how God will be glorified through our actions. So who should we invite? Well, strangers with no expectation of reciprocation. Could be from church, could be from your neighborhood, or it could be from uh, the people in need around you. uh, Whenever God prompts you, Uh, how should we practice hospitality? Well, one way is by praying and planning for it. And the other way is spontaneous, Mm. being ready to respond when God prompts i love the quote by tim keller he says people are loved towards salvation not argued or preached towards salvation Mm. you know at grace city church we want people to feel welcomed included and loved Mm. i honestly believe that this is how we will reach our neighborhoods and the city
0: yeah so our challenge to you today is to simply extend an invitation to someone that you don't know very well it might feel difficult maybe you feel you don't have the gift of hospitality but just do it that person will be so blessed and so will you I guarantee that and if you're feeling lonely and um, perhaps disconnected especially at this weird COVID time please be in touch call the church office we would love to in touch with you and show you some hospitality
1: absolutely and um, please don't forget uh, next weekend sunday the 27th we are meeting in person at the church uh, and it will be live streamed but uh, places are limited because of covid and and so if you can please register your Mm. intent to come and and let us know if you're coming and your kids Mm. uh, so we we know the numbers and we can prepare Um, so we really look forward to seeing you there Um, yeah
0: look out for the email
1: yes there'll be more information coming uh in the in the week to come so thanks so much for listening and uh Mm. hopefully we see you on sunday bye